This is the Ned's NRL Punting Podcast with Jarrell Yao Yi, Jared Timms, and Ryan Cook. G'day, punters. Welcome to the Ned's NRL Punting Podcast World Cup Special. Now, we're on. only going to do one of these. So today, we're going to preview all of the major nations at the Rugby League World Cup. Highlights and players, combos to keep an eye out for. Give our top four predictions, winner, player of the series, all of that sort of oh. thing. My name is Jared Timms. With me, as he was each and every week of the NRL season, 63 games for the Broncos, three for the Maroons and three for the Indigenous All-Stars. But the stat we all care about today, three for the Kangaroos. Hi-oh! Yeah, it's good to be back, boys. Cannot Uh, get rid of him. No, you can't. And we've renewed for next year, so you're not getting rid of me, (laughs) (laughs) apparently. I've renewed for next year. Yeah, well, sorry, sorry, sorry. Whoever's I got to talk to, who I got to talk to. No, uh, it's good to be back. Uh, Excited to talk of some more footy. And I think usually at this time of the year, you know, where we, we forget about rugby league, the grand finals being played. Uh, you know, we, we go into the other sport called cricket. Um, <laughs> your, your, your wives lose you for another three months. Well, guess what, girls? You've got another month of uh, rugby league coming up. So very excited. Outstanding ticks for everyone. Also joining us is he did a lot in the second half of the season. Rugby league writer's own. What we're more interested in today, though, PNG Hunters uh, media man, yes. Oscar Panifex. G'day. Welcome back. Oh, welcome back. I'm welcoming myself <laughs> back. <laughs> Good to be back, I should say. Did you say. bring the beetle nut? No, no. No, no comment. <laughs> um, yeah, so looking forward to yeah talking some footy. All right. Also joining us for the first time this year, special guest for the World Cup edition. Forgive me if I get any of these stats wrong and let me know if I have. 189 NRL games yep. for the Broncos, the Titans, and the Parramatta Eels. Five games for New Zealand? Five, yep. That's correct. Okay. It's Josh Hoffman. You the Black Mamba. Hey, you've got the Indigenous All Stars. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Sorry. We're here for the international break. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. As much as I love representing my Kiwi heritage, I love representing my uh, Indigenous heritage as well. So, no, nah, it's good to be on the podcast. Thanks for having me, boys. I'm really looking forward to talking about a bit of footy, um, getting into the World, World Cup, Cup, and yeah, it's going to be awesome. Well, if any of the stories that you were just telling them before we started <laughs> recording were any indication, this is going to be a great podcast. It might no, be our biggest of no the season. No comment. <laughs> now, Josh, you had your last NRL game in 2019. Team? Yes, that's correct. Did yeah. you sign up at the Townsville Blackhawks after that? Yeah, yeah. We uh, played in the grand final, uh, the New South Wales Cup grand final 2019 against Newtown. Uh, we got done right on the buzzer, um, which was very sad for the club because it was our last year with Wentworthville and then um, Parramatta came into the competition the next mm. year after that. So um, after that year, I moved up to Townsville, uh, signed with the Blackhawks and then COVID hit. So we only had the one game in 2020 and I was pretty much just, I was working and trying and just trying to keep myself fit. Uh, there was a opportunity there um, with the Cowboys, but obviously with the bubble and that, no outsiders could have gone into the squad. So unfortunately, um, my sort of career got cut short due to COVID. And then 2021, um, we went on a plane to the finals and got done by South Logan. So it's been a bit of a roller coaster um, towards the back end of my career, but I'm ready to strap the boots on next Are year. You? Are you? Oh, a little, little, yeah. Breaking so, news. No, breaking news, there yeah. You yeah go. So. You've heard it here first on the first, Neds yeah, NRL yeah, Bunting so, Podcast. Yeah. Do you have any idea where you're looking next year? Oh, I've got a few clubs chasing, um, but um, yeah, I won't give too much away. Just got to 
do the right thing and buy my body and make sure I'm, yeah, no, doing the going and get my physio done and all that stuff. So making sure I, um, you know, do oh, the right good thing. Good to see you back on the field. How bro. good. Cheers, yeah. mate. How yeah. good. That's no, mad. It, That's yeah. the first time I've heard of this as well. Yeah, yeah. Is so. it a Queensland club and is it the Dolphins? <laughs> <laughs> well, no comment. All right. Before we get into the Rugby League World Cup stuff, we better touch on this first. The grand final, mm. the Penrith Panthers are just on another level. Now, Josh, you last club for the NRL was the Parramatta Eels. Were you still ships in Eels? Yeah, mate. Yeah, um, yeah. surprisingly, I was there um, in my colours uh, supporting the Eels, but um, it was a bit disappointing the way they finished the season off. Um, but, you know, full full credit and, and, and that to, for them to get in that far in the, in their season. Yeah, the Panthers are just ludicrous. They're just too oh, good. Well, I think it's, the, we're, we're about to see – I mean, we, we spoke about this. Uh, I'll ask you your ear as well. And Josh, we, we spoke about a dynasty being built and – uh, the way these young players are coming through the game of the world, you know, Nathan Cleary uh, probably on a trajectory to, to be the best half that we've ever seen, I think. And I hate saying that about anyone, anyone from uh, south of the border. Yeah. <laughs> it hurts to say that. But, I love it. But there's, but there's never – there's never. I think the only time he needs to be challenged is probably in origin. And we're <laughs> going to see him go across, uh, you know, to a World Cup, which he's never done before, um, you know, to the likes of uh, – to another country like this before and done this. So it'll be very different for him to go do this. But, you know, still still a few things to be, to be um, you know – be named that that best player uh, to play in the halves, but uh, he's on a great trajectory. Like Origin, he's got a long long time in Origin and a long time in this um, this uh, green and gold jersey as oh, well. I just think they're playing with so much confidence. Just all the young players um, yeah. in that playing group, especially with Nathan Cleary. Like when he's on his day, everyone else is just shining around him. Um, Jerome yeah. Luai, like whenever you know Nathan Cleary's playing such a good game, Jer Jerome Luai shines and. As well as um, Viliama Kikiao, like mm. he he was just too much for Mitch Moses to handle um, yeah, out on that edge. So I think yeah, they're, they're, like you said, there's a there's a dynasty um, about to come with the Penrith Panthers. Yeah, it might be even better than Melbourne's. I know that's crazy. To even <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. crazy. That's a hot take. It is hot, Oscar. But you know, you know, I mean, what do, what do you think about that? I think Cleary's pretty hot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, three in a row next year would be pretty hard well, to argue with, wouldn't it? Well, they, if they if they make the three P, it doesn't matter if they go if they go to another one. That means they the last four they've been to four. Yeah. Like it's insane to even think that. And the only other team in the last, you know, decade to be able to do that is the Melbourne Storm. And Craig Bellamy, you know, is easily probably in the last 10 years been the best coach that ever coached in the NRL. So um, if any, if, if Ivan Clear has got anything to, to say about that, though, in the next 10, I think um, he'll be right up there. All right, looking ahead to the Rugby League World Cup, I thought the best way to do this was just to run through the big nations, you know, the ones that get plenty of airtime mm. here in Australia. We'll yep. pick out their strengths, their weaknesses, players and combinations to watch all of that jazz. No better place to start than with the reigning world champions, Australia. They have opened $1.50 favourites short. to win the World wow, Cup. Is that unders? That is, that is short. Yeah. I think it's way too short. I, um, look... I, if we're going to get, we're going to dive deep into this. They, they've got the best depth you can you can possibly. I mean, I looked at the, I've had a look at the side, and um, yeah, they've got a plethora of players that can play in multiple positions, mm, yeah. uh, and especially the spine as well. Uh, when we talk about depth, yeah, they've got it all. Uh, you know, next in line is probably the uh, you know the Kiwis. I would say their their one to thirteen is amazing. Mm. Like, I, I would say that it, it they're they're probably. If it's one to thirteen, you're looking at not depth. I would say they're the favourites. I yeah, mean, that's right, how okay. their spine has been together for a long time now. They've been playing a lot of footy. We're an Australian squad. You know, you you chop and change here and there, and then you've got the newcomers like Nathan Cleary coming through. Does he? You know, does Mel? 
you know, ruffle the feathers of, you know, that, those selections and put, instead of putting him in, he, uh, instead of putting Chez in, does he put him in? You know, it's a, it's a really good headache to have for Mal Meninga, but um, $1.50, I think, is a, it's yeah. a little bit short. I think the beauty of that Kiwi side, they've got an abundance of back rollers. The back rollers I looked at, the names, they got, um, who they got there, uh, Nakora. Um, yeah, they're big boys um, too. I, is it Isaac Liu? Yeah. yeah. Isaac Liu, they play in the, he can play in the back row and the front mm. row as well. Like you said, there's so many players who can play different positions. So I think that back row is going to be a headache for um, your Maguire to um, pick and select them yeah, Kiwis. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're going around $4.50. They're actually the only, they're the only other on team to Jeez. be under $10 in outright betting at the moment. England 10 12 for Samoa, 13 Tonga. And I mean, like Samoa. I don't, I don't hate, yeah. I don't hate the, uh, you know, those Samoan or Tongans. I mean, you can, you know, you never know what you're going to get. And the, and the more footy they play together, their spine gets stronger and stronger each year as well. For sure. Well, Australia are expected to go through the entire tournament undefeated. They've picked an outstanding side. They always pick an outstanding side. A group B alongside Fiji, Italy, and Scotland. Gerald, what does it mean to pull on the Kangaroos jersey? Yeah, it's a, it's an honour. Uh, it's a privilege. Like, yeah, you know, I've, I've I've had a privilege to play here in Australia as well on um, the Gold Coast for my debut, but obviously travelled across um, to England as well in a in a uh, Four Nations competition. And um, I'll tell you, as much as fun as fun those trips are, they're also tough because you're a long you're away for a long time in a long period um, away from your family. And I think with a lot of these boys that are playing in this World Cup now, they have a lot of families. Like, you know, when you turn back the clock, there wasn't a lot of really older, older players that we that would travel a lot. So the, the dynamic of a lot of these younger fellas that have younger families going across, that's going to be very different to them. Mm. There's only a small percentage of of um, the playing group that are, you know, from, from around the ways that, that, that don't have family. So I think trying to deal with that, it's a it's a long time to be over. I think five, six weeks. Yeah, I think it's six uh, weeks. Yeah, all six up. Weeks. And that's going back, you know, I'm talking, I mean, I was in the last Four Nations crew. We were there for seven weeks. Like, wow. it's a long time mm, to yeah. be over there. And yeah, you've got to you've got to be able to um, make sure you you have all your ducks in a row when it when it, when it comes to preparing and preparation. Yeah. The cold takes a you know it's it's freezing at that time of year there. All the fields are they're frozen over, so they've got to use heaters yeah. for the soccer like from the soccer field. Like it's a, it's very it's a completely different way to play footy. So you've got to prepare well. Yeah, hundred percent. Oh, I think you're right about um, the boys. Now some of the boys have got young families. I remember when I toured over, I had the birth of our, our first child, and straight after that. I toured over and went to the UK for six weeks. Mm. So um, being away from our newborn, being away from my wife, being away from my home environment, it does take a toll on you. So I think what, you know, the countries and what um, managers need to do is, is get around the boys and make sure they're in a good headspace yeah. um, just so that they're not, you know, they're focusing on what they're over there for. So with a country like Australia, there's always a few notable omissions. But yeah. Nico Hines has got to be the most <laughs> stiff omission of all well, time. Well, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick up, you know, I, I'm gonna stick up for Mal here. And the reason why I'm going to is it would have been a really tough you know, he's in a really tough position to to pick in both of those positions positions that Nico plays it plays in. So one he plays fullback, one he plays in the halves. Oh, he can play anywhere. Yeah, well, he, he can, he can, he can but, I, but I, the other yeah. thing is we're, we're taking on a lot of nations that have got big bodies. Yeah. You know, you talk about your Kiwis. You know, we just spoke about a few boys on their side. You talk about Samoa, Tonga, like if mm. they get through to those, like Fiji, a huge. I just think, you know, in when, when you're talking about having uh, experience in these type of things from going overseas as well, you need those, you need those players that have been there before that can handle that type of uh, pressure. And, 
Um, you know, I, I mean, I probably, Matt Burton's probably going to cop a little bit for this. I mean, um, Graham, uh, he's gone over as well mm. in a percentage position that people probably go, oh, I, I don't know why he's, but I think he's just a bigger body. And I think mm. that's what, when you look at this squad, Malmaning has gone for a big um, team who can handle a lot, that can play a lot of positions. And unfortunately for Edwards and Nico Hines, both of them aren't the biggest the biggest guys. I'm not saying they can't do their job. Don't well, That's not nothing. But I, but I think Mal Meninga, when you've watched his teams over the years, when he's you know picked origin sides, he's really picked a bigger side. And that's what I think he's gone with the Australian squad. So as a player like Sean Lane, therefore, or more stiff than someone like that. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, definitely. Big mobile black Very much in. so. Oh, yeah. I've, I thought it was um, maybe a bit of an overreaction to mm. Sean Lane's, that game that he played in the finals week two um, was tremendous. Yeah. Um, and he's had that performance in him for a long time. Um, I don't know if he's been showing it consistently enough um, to get the selection that a lot of people were calling for. Yeah. Um, would have been a, a, a fair option. But when you've got guys like Cameron Murray, uh, Angus Crichton, who else is in there in the back row? Um, Jeremiah, Jeremiah Nanai, oh, you yeah. couldn't really leave out. So I think, again, maybe just a case of Sean Lane just in a really stacked position and, and couldn't get Yeah, I look, he, he's obviously played great footy, but you're, you're probably right. He's mm. only played really good footy the back end of the year. Course, and then yeah. we talk about, you know, we spoke about it the last podcast, you know, him being playing in big moments and that's finals footy. You got to play good in finals footy. And mm. um, that's, I know he's con probably consistent all year, but he only sort of stood up really in the final series. He's 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 going to be a, you know, a chance uh, for a lot of years to come to, mm. to put on a Maroon and Gold. Back row is arguably gold. the deepest depth of talent oh. Australia has as yeah. well. So it's very hard to get a jersey there. Now they are a strengths all over the Australian field all over through the locker room everything do you reckon there's any weaknesses to this side at all Gerald? oh <laughs> like it's dollar 50 doesn't depth, suggest so, like to be honest. no it doesn't depth is the depth is the biggest thing that the australian side will always have yeah and when you look at this squad and i'm looking at it again like it's 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 quality across the park yeah and I know I'm going to be sound like a broken record, but a lot of these players don't just play one position. A lot of these players that are playing the centers or playing fives, mm -hmm. you know, Jack Whiten can play in, he can play front row if he wanted to. He can play in lock, he can play back row, center, fullback. Like, I don't know other sides that uh, have the depth like that. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's the reason why the Aussies are favorite, but... You don't play your 25, 27 squad every week. You've got to only play 17. And um, like I said, I think the Kiwis, the, like, they've got a great 17, 1 to 13. And, you know, the, the players that fill in, they're not going to be fill-ins. Sure. They're going to they're work their asses off. All right. Then players to watch. Nathan Cleary is a very, very obvious one off everyone. But does he, but does he start? Well, does he? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's a good headache for Mel to have. Mm. I mean, because, you know, Cameron Munster's a locked position. But do you go for... Daily Cherry Evans. I mean, he hasn't got the captaincy. So does that does that really or a vice captain? Does but that? And you were talking about experience. As yeah, well. like he's played in Test matches. Oh, he's as well. played. He's been to England been, several times. Yeah, as so well. he's got the experience there and that leadership. So what, do you but, go for the experience? Well, you're not going to leave. Oh no, you can't yet. leave it's, Cleary yet. It's like, a tough one, and you know we're 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 both good mates with Ches, me and Josh. You know it's. It's just a, it's a really it's a really tough position to be in because he hasn't there his side hasn't had the most outstanding but when he's played representative footy this year he's shown his quality so it's really hard to but like I said again it's a it's a great headache to have yeah but that that combination Munster and Chez yeah Chez like that playing Origin together like you, 
You, you got to be. You got Grant. You got I Ben. Know, Hunt. Like, yeah. Like it's, and I think that's what Mal's gone with the, you know, the spine that he thinks going to go well with each other. Look, there's a lot of games to play. They'll they'll most it'll it'll be, um, you know, it'll be a. They'll be putting their resumes out every game mm. <laughs> for, to see who plays the finals. That's what it'll be. Absolutely. I was going to ask about combinations there, but you just touched on it. Yeah, I think, I think it'll be a, a bit of a trial and error just to see mm. how the combinations go and, and see what works best for the team. So I'm really looking forward to seeing this um, seeing this World Cup. It's going to be amazing. Absolutely. Well, the Kiwis are the only other currently competing nation to have won the World <laughs> Cup. Great Britain won it three times way back when, but they don't compete as one anymore. Of course, the Kiwis knocked off Australia memorably into 2008. I was up in Port Douglas that night mm. and had several sound complaints from the hotel that I was staying at. You would have been pretty full too. That, I was 18 years old. So yeah, yeah you would have been really full. Yeah. After the brim. I put a whole bunch of paper bet tickets on at the start oh. and it was just one of the most depressing nights of my life honestly. Um, firstly Josh, what does it mean to pull on the Kiwi jersey for young boys and girls from New Zealand? Oh mate, look, it, it was amazing for myself. Um, I was lucky enough, 2010 um, toured over well, when we played NYC, we got the tour over to New Zealand, but um, pledging my allegiance 2010 for the Kiwis uh, was a big moment for my family, for my dad's side. Um, we got to go over there, um, go over to our marae, uh, where our ancestors are, and I think at that moment, that's sort of where I clicked, and, and that's where I wanted to um, make that decision and pledge for um, you know for the Kiwis. So you know, it was amazing, um, and we heard you know comments from Hudson and um, about you know representing your your country is probably the biggest accolade and the biggest um, you know moment of your career. I've never played in an origin, so I wouldn't know what that would be like, Jarrell. So um, you will have to fill me in and about that. Mm. But I do believe, you know, playing for your country, playing for you know um, your people is probably um, you know the biggest achievement that you could ever um, ever dream of. And going out and doing the hucker is. Um, yeah, it was pretty amazing as well. So yeah, absolutely. And you were lucky enough to go to a World Cup as well. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, 2013, as we touched on, I got the tour over there and. Um, it was, um, I think, the first week we stayed in a little place called Doncaster. It was a little yeah. dingy, dingy town, and the um, the hotel wasn't too shabby. It was pretty run down, old buildings and that, but a lot of history there. So um, it was it was amazing experience, and, and just traveling around to the different other, you know, different different other places um, was was awesome as well. So I think um, a lot of like and amongst the group that we had, we had so much experience. Um, as I'm looking at some of the teams here, they got a lot of youth here. And, and and a lot of kids but you know back when I was touring we had you know the likes of um, um, Manu Vadavai um, uh, Tony Williams uh, we had Chris Inu we had um, you know Sonny Bill Williams Kieran Foran was there as well so we, we had like some some experience and some leaders there as well yeah. in that group that's a huge era actually well, Sonny Bill Williams and yeah. yeah Simon Mannering would have been Simon Captain Mannering yeah, yeah yeah he was yeah Frankie Pritchard was there as well and um, Paul Paul yeah. Adam Blair would have been Paul Paul and Orsal, back, yeah maybe? Adam Blair yeah. was there as well so yeah we had some some old followers <laughs> in that team well not they weren't old back then but you know when you look at them now they're, they're sort of getting on in their Experience, experience, yeah, yeah. very much yeah. experience. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm old. I'm still young. <laughs> well, we are, bro. So yeah, yeah, we're kicking now. Well, this Kiwi side absolutely stacked as well. It's oh. truly right up there with the best teams New Zealand has ever produced. They're going to yeah. compete in Group C alongside Ireland, Jamaica, and Lebanon. We're expecting them to just <laughs> torch all three of those nations. Like we said before, four dollar fifty second favourites. Are you confident of winning the World Cup? Oh, uh, I'm. 
I wouldn't say confident, but I'm, I've, I've got faith in, in the boys. Um, you know, looking at Australia's team and even some of the Polynesian teams like Tonga and Samoa, that could be Smokies as well going yeah. into the, yeah. the competitions and Papua New Guinea as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so you never know what they're going to come up with. Um, but I'm really look, I'm really looking forward to the spine, the combination that the Kiwis have. Yeah. Um, you know, Brandon Smith and you've got uh, Jeremy Marshall King as well yeah. um, who Who's, can come off the bench, play half as well. He had an so awesome year. For a year. team that um, sort of didn't go so well this year, I think he was a standout for the Bulldogs. Um, so I'm really looking forward to the looking forward to the spine um, and also their front rows. They got some big four. Well, packs Joseph Tarpany, uh, you know, won prop of the year. Yeah, uh, you know, I mean, and then we we think about the spine, like you said, Mumba, like Jerome Hughes. We forget about. Like when he played for the Storm this year, he was a huge integral part of what they. Oh, hundred percent. So, I mean, yeah, well, it's when, a, when he was mouthwatering, yeah, like, like Cameron yeah. Munster was, he he was sort of lost without that, um, yep. you know, that leadership. Yep. Um, having Jerome Hughes steering the, the team around, so I think. Um, the combination. Peter Hiku had an outstanding yeah, year as well. Yeah, yeah. He really wound back the clock. Oh, he didn't. He? Oh, so, yeah. Sebastian Chris is a is a ti. He's a ti boy like you, Mumbra. Yeah, and he's playing well, for the Kiwis as which well, is yeah. really cool. We've seen him light up. They went almost all the way as well. So I mean, like we just got to remember Ronaldo Mortalu had an amazing year. Charles Nickel Clodstab. Well, you know, I mean, I look at this squad, and that's what I'm worried about. They have. It's a really really good squad. If they, you know, if they put their um, you know they pool away pretty comfortably. They get to, you know, play a few, few uh, through, few through a play. You know, a few. Oh my gosh, I can't say. That <laughs> they get to play a, through a few players. Yeah. Um, coming out of there, they'll they'll be fresh enough. Yeah. You know, yeah. to take on those bigger yeah. the um, bigger nations. And and I'm liking the um they've they've got a few older players as well. And um, and looking back and talking about before about um myself being in the tour and having all those older players in the team. Mm. You got Jared Worry Hargraves. You got Kieran Foran. Um, Bromwich Brothers. Bromwich Brothers. Oh, like some, some boys. scary. It and really does seem to be the right mix of old it, and new. It, 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 is, it yeah. honestly is. And then like we forget about Joseph Manu who's had a like a belter of you. And he, yeah. he's just shown that he can play in the 5-8 role like, yeah. or a fullback. Like, I, th- I think they'll play him at fullback. fullback. And like, yeah. They, they got – um, Chance Nickel Clockstack can play center as well. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He's played. I think he played center for the Kiwis one year, didn't he? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, a few years ago. But it's not a bad headache. You know, I just spoke about the Aussie depth. Like, yeah, they're they're outstanding. That's side. what I think. The key to the Kiwi squad, or one of the most exciting things, is they've picked a lot of guys all in form. Yeah, yeah. Um, like coming off arguably career years, we just mentioned Peter Hicku, uh, Dylan Brown didn't mm-hmm. have his greatest game in the grand final, but you know, try and ask a running. Running half to play well against the or behind a pack that's oh, getting yeah. dominated like yeah. that. Yeah, that's not a fair yardstick to measure him by. So, Dylan Brown, Joseph Manu, uh, Jerome Hughes, Seb Chris, Hiku, we mentioned, um, Tarpane, Moses Leota, all having you know playing some of the best footy of their careers in the last six to 12 months. Uh, I think that's really key. I, I'm going to go out and limit here and say, I think they've got the best forward pack in the in the, yeah. in the, in the world cup. Yep. Do you? Yeah, 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 easy. Yeah, and that's that's nothing against Australia. I just think in form you talk about we spoke about in form, you know, they've got Penrith Panthers coming out of their wazoo. Uh, like <laughs> yeah, that's key to success it is. as well. It's isn't key because it? we we watch this we watch that Penrith side dominate week in and week out by their big boys. Yeah, um, and I'm sure you know Maguire will have that that team you know humming uh, by the time finals comes around. They've pretty much managed to fit everyone in that they'd want to as well, other than the blokes that have declared for Tonga and Samoa as well. Mm. And Tohu Harris. He'd be about the only one, I think, when you look at this starting pack 
it's probably going to be Fish and Tarpany up front. I mean, That's scary. Like, so but Tolton that, Harris hasn't made it. No, I think he's injured. No, yeah, yeah, right. Okay. Okay. Or carrying it, or he's ruled himself out. But mm. um, apart from that, like if you're starting Fish and and Hargraves, mm. uh, sorry Tarpany, that means Hargraves coming off the bench. Jesse Bromwich is coming off the bench. Nelson, yeah, Nelson. Nelson. Yeah. They, don't yeah. lose, they don't lose a game in their pool. I yeah. just, I, I just, they're not gonna. I think there'd be a problem if they lost the game. Oh in that yeah, pool, that's other than New Zealand. Surely the group of light. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, England competing as part of Great Britain won World Cups in 1954, 1960, and 1972. Now they did make a final in 2017 against Australia. That was their first on the line for last mm. day of the competition for more than 20 years, and they weren't terrible. Everyone expected that to be an Australia 13 plus for mm, sure, yeah. but they only won six nil Australia in the end there. Is that the series that um, Blake Austin played on the wing for England? Blake Austin, I think, did he? Yeah. Well, he? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he played yeah. for England, eh? Yeah. yeah. Was that when yeah. Wayne was coaching him? I think yeah, that was Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he yeah. picked Blake and threw him on the wing there. <laughs> yeah. He oh, but had, Wayne's he, done some worse things. Yeah, 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 it works yeah. out all the yeah. time. <laughs> I just remember, I have this image of him diving for a corner like a specialist winger and he just ends up like three rows and touch the <laughs> Some can and some can't. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> as always, the England squad, plenty of Super League players <laughs> named, but a couple of very recognisable NRL names as well. Your mate Bronco Herbie Farnworth is going to be going going around in the centres. Victor Radley yep. has been picked for them. He could pretty much pick any position in their forward pack. Yeah. Mm. Surely to play Tom Burgess, Sam Tompkins, who mm. played out yep. here, is captaining them for fullback. George Williams will be their first choice halfback with yep. Johnny Lomax ruled out. Yeah, yes. The St. Um, Helens halfback. Uh, John Bateman as well. John Bateman. He's out as well. Oh, as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So they're two big omissions yep. for them. Yeah. All yeah. round, definitely a top four quality side, $11 to win yeah. the whole competition. They're in Group A alongside France, Greece, and Samoa. Have you had a look at it, Gerald? Do you think there's any chance of winning this at I, home? I think Samoa win that group. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Samoa have Agreed. opened $1.80 favourites against England. I, I think they one. win that group um, purely because I think there's a loss of, um, you know, those players we spoke about. Um, you know, there's they're a mission from, from a couple of players, but I just, yeah, I, I think when you play an England side, it's really hard to... Um, Compete because I, when I when I watch Super League, uh, they, it's it's still not as fast as what I see in the NRL, yeah. uh, and I think they're going to struggle with that because we talk about our Samoan teams. A lot of the Samoan players play here in Australia, mm. and I think they're going to struggle keeping up with the uh, the pace. And you know there'll be a there'll be a lot of penalties in that ruck, um, and that's on the back of that. Yeah, I just I think they're they're going to struggle in, on, on that sense. Um, I think obviously week in and week out the crowd will be more. I mean, Josh has probably played over there as well, but it's loud. Yeah. Like it is just ridiculous. It's, like the crowd give them another wet, leg. Dewy, yep. so, and if I you mean, get, if you get a cold night, yeah, you don't want it. Like there's, there's there was nights where I didn't want to play over there. You <laughs> know, a strength in, in like Wales, cold yeah. nights, unique conditions. I remember playing in yeah. Wales one night, and they didn't have the heat. The heaters weren't working on the field, so it was like ice. <laughs> it's rock hard when you when you hit the ground on your around, knees, you were yeah. getting you were getting scraped from the ice. <laughs> so. Um, don't go to the ground. Don't find your front. Get on your back. <laughs> but yeah, I think look, I just don't think it hasn't been. An, I just don't think they've got enough players to yeah. to to. But I they'll make finals. But I think some will take out that um that uh, that pool. Yeah, I think there's just too many weaknesses with those players that we just talked about. Leading Johnny Lomax is their first pick. Yeah, Marth, he's not in there, yeah. and we saw how good old mate for Canberra was a couple of years ago. What's his name? Bateman. Mm. Yeah. So I think yeah. just the loss of players like mm. that not good enough. I agree. I think they're going to finish second in that pool, and yeah. then they'll have a tougher run through. Yeah. Papua New Guinea. 
Extremely yes. proud rugby league nation. It's a national sport up there. The Kummels really are considered giants among men. Oscar, you know that more than most people. And you're lucky enough to know a lot of these blokes on a first-name basis. Yeah, well, six hunters have been selected uh, in the 24-man squad, yep. I think it is, yep. um, which is really exciting. Um, one notable omission is Watovo Poirot, who, yeah. who we've spoken about on this podcast before, uh, the most capped hunter and Surely one of the most um, capped Kummels as well. He mm. broke his arm in the PM's 13. That's, 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 that's a, such that's a, a waste. Such a waste. It? It I is, can't yes. believe they named such a strong side for that PM's 11 game. Yeah. They were always going to get towed. <clears throat> yeah, anyway. Okay. So disappointing in that regard, but um, still a really strong squad. Edwin Ibappe, who's playing, who just um, helped the Lee Centurions. Uh, oh, yeah. sorry. I'm getting my names mixed yeah. up, am I? No. Um, promoted into the Super yes, League for next yeah. year alongside Lachlan Lamb, mm-hmm. who also um, will be in this side. I think um, I think their halves are actually a, a real strength of PNGs this year, which maybe haven't been in the past. Um, Lachlan Lamb and Kyle Laybutt, mm-hmm. um, who played superbly in the mid-year test and really nice touches in the PMs game a couple of weeks ago as well. Oh, was man, he at Blackhawks? Yeah, he was at Blackhawks there. there yeah. um, and he's another one that can fill in the depth and play a number of positions. He could play back row. He can play in the half centre. So they played him in the middle for Blackhawks Black a couple Hawks of played times this year. Blackhawks played hooker as well. Yeah. But um, I watched that game against Fiji and the way he shut down Viliyama kick out, yeah. Yeah. no one else can yeah. can do that. Like, no, that's, that was his, one of his best. Like some, I hope someone picks him up. You know, like I mm. hope, uh, and this is the beautiful thing about a World Cup, right? Is, you know, there's probably still a lot of vacant positions in the NRL, you know, uh, in roster. Yeah, I think this this is why I love the World Cup because it showcases players that don't get to be showcased on TV and on the mm. big stage. Um, you know, and there's a few in there. I mean, Jacob, I like Jacob Alec. Yes, uh, he's some. He was another some, one. Yeah, done some yeah, great yeah. things when he was playing, and he's going to get a lot more time as well. Um, you know, so yeah, it's the PNG. Uh, I just love watching PNG. Oh, it's good. Yeah, it's always good content. I, I hope they the go zone. through to to uh, the the finals in, in in some way. They're in Group D alongside the Cook Islands. Wales and Tonga. Now we mm. would assume Tonga tops that group. Yep. Yeah. This game between Wales and PNG, mm. therefore, an absolutely outstanding contest. Yep. Yeah. Direct to give them a chance. Yeah, yeah. I'll be backing PNG. I think they can they can take care of um, Wales and of Cook Islands. I think um, they've got some good good sprinkling of NRL talent. Obviously, AJ's mm. in, in at fullback there. Uh, Xavier Coates, Nene McDonald will probably be the wingers. I think mm-hmm. so. Um, th- there's lots of experienced guys there, and then Justin Mollum in the centres. Yeah, huge. Up. Alex Alex Johnson at fullback. Love him at fullback. Do you reckon he's wasted? Like, as in the sense of uh, probably I'm not on the back of a great. Uh, you know, spine, but yeah, yeah. You know, thirty tries ugh, this year and thirty but, tries mate, last he, year. He and just had to fall over the line. He, yeah, he like yeah. he's got <laughs> Latrell Mitchell. He's got yeah, Katie inside right. him. Yeah. Um, like all they got to do is give him the ball and fall he's over. I think yeah. fullback is his position. Yeah. Like he's. Um, I watched him. It might have been two thousand and fourteen or thirteen when he filled in at fullback. Yep. Just. Um, he's got that great awareness. Like he's got an awareness as a fullback. Um, good support he's got that good um, three on two. Like knows how to make a decision with mm. the football. So I'm really looking forward to seeing him play at fullback again. Mm. Um, I reckon he'll be a shining light for the um, you know for the Kummels. Forty-one dollars to win the whole thing. Yeah. So it's going to take an enormous task. Mm. And obviously they found it difficult against the PMs. 13, yeah. but there's, you know, stranger things have happened perhaps. Mm. Yeah, they brought in a few guys that didn't make um, that PM's game, like Reese Martin will we'll skip to the side in the World Cup. Um, he was obviously over in the UK, guys like Nene, uh, <laughs> Edwin Abape, um, 
there's a couple more there. But yeah, look, probably a bit of a long shot to to win it. I don't know if you've ever followed EPL, but Leicester did it back in. Uh, That's true. Five hundred to one. There you go. Five hundred to one. They were higher than that. They were fifteen hundred. Were they fifteen hundred? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Famously, Tom Hanks had a bet on them. Yes, at ten pounds well, bet know, on them at that price. They so couldn't. They could get him around the Kummels. They couldn't. <laughs> they couldn't. Um, they they couldn't pay out in Leicester. Yeah, because there wasn't enough money to pay out everyone. <laughs> they had to. They had to get money from other towns. It was crazy. Yeah, wow. Crazy. All right, let's stay in Group D. Tonga were nothing short of outstanding at the last World Cup. Yeah. Unlucky not to topple England in that semi final, but clearly a top four. Oh, was it England? They played England, didn't they? Yes. Yeah, yes. Australia beat New Zealand. Yeah. Beg your pardon. Sorry. Christian Wolf still at the helm there? Love it. Yeah, yes. Yep. Yes, he is. Yep. Yep. Won his um, four in a row, was it? Um, He's won four in a row. Four in a row, St. Helens, yeah. yeah. Super League, Super which League. is ridiculous to do. Like, it's tough to do, but yeah. he's done it. And coming back to join Wayne Bennett as yeah, an he'll, assistant yes. at the Dolphins. He'll be he's the, obviously the succession plan. Well, he'll be the Dolphins' succession plan by yeah. far. Like, he's, I've, we've been coached by Wolfie at the mm. Broncos. Got big raps on him. Yeah. Uh, not only a great coach, but a good bloke, and I think that takes a lot to account to show – you know how he how he coaches his sides. All right, another very very good, another very very big and mobile side. David Fafida, Adam Fanua Blake, Keon Kaloma Tungi, Jason Talmalolo. The names really go on. Thirteen dollars to win the tournament. Oscar, how do you rate their chances of another deep run? Yeah, uh, highly rate them highly. I yeah. think we spoke about Australia's depth in the back row. Well. This squad, I think, is even even better in that position. Uh, Olakawatu, Kafusi, Kaloa Matangi, yeah. David Fafida, <laughs> Taukiaho, like you said, Tamalola. Um, another one there who's who won't be there is Satili Tupanua. Mm. So yeah, they're absolutely stacked in the back row. Um, I'm doing a bit of a player uh, playing profile, I guess, of um, like how I, I predict the teams might play. Yeah. Um, on paper, it looks like a side that'd work. Well, playing the same style of footy that the good Parramatta side did this year, yeah. where they're coming to the edges and then dropping their back rowers mm. back under and then either hitting a short side um, or going back the other way. They've got expert finishers, Tupo and uh, Sione Katoa will likely be uh, the yep. wingers. Yeah. Um, and then centres, Will Penasini, and then take your pick of Moses Suli or Talakai. Yeah. Um, and then it's probably in the halves has always been the question, I think. Yeah, um, I think that's been the biggest um, yeah. worry for Tonga um, yeah. leading into, you know, their, their test matches and World Cup as well, is not having, you know, stable halves. Yeah. Um, I think they one year they played Katoni there at 5-8 as yes. well. So yeah, in I the think last game. A kick, like, yeah, a kicking game for them is what they're missing. Like, yeah. You know, if they can – if they if they had someone who can just be a boring – kicker and put into corners because yep. who the hell as a winger and Josh you know this fullback I don't want to come out of a corner and Which have you to, and up, having yeah. to run at that yeah. like <laughs> honestly there's there's no one you pick there and I look up and go well I'm coming at you yeah. it's like you just go get stuff yeah. like, get out of town yeah. so it's I think that's just what they're missing yeah, yeah. well it'll be interesting to see sorry just before you go um Isaiah Katoa, the young Penrith SG ball half. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll be fighting it out with, I'm assuming, Tui Lola here for a yep. halves jersey alongside Amone. Um, yeah, big raps on him. He's obviously off to the Dolphins next year. Um, so very keen to see him play some big minutes behind, you know, a gun forward pack. Yeah. So do you think Talatoa will lock that 5'8"? position I, I think so yeah, yeah like mm. Lola here is the experienced option yep. but we probably have seen his ceiling I think in yeah. terms of what he can bring yeah. um, and if they want to build to the future Amone and um, Katoa are two guys that under 22 years old yeah. or whatever it is before so. we move on from them how nice is it to see you know 
these big dog players going back to their, you know, it's their the cunts. Best. It's, like the it's, it's, it's the best. It honestly is the best. It's yeah. the best. And, you know, this is, the, this is another argument we talked about with Origin. You know, I think we need to see with some of the best in the – we need to see whoever's the best in the game go back and play with their heritage. Mm. We just have to because this World Cup is the best one we've seen ever. Yeah. It's going to be the best one and the closest one we've seen ever. Samoa have always been thereabouts in terms of a second-tier nation, but this is there is literally no doubt in my mind and surely everyone else's that this is easily the best squad that they have ever assembled. Yep. Blokes who would make the Australian and New Zealand squads instead declared for Samoa yes. earlier in the year. Most of the Panthers' back line are going around for them. Uh, and then up front, Josh Papali'i, Junior Barlow, are they still both playing? Yes. Did yeah. one of them pull out? No, they pulled out of Australia, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, pulled out of Australia, yeah. Aloye Tapao, Jaden Suwa, the list really just does go on here. Mm. Oscar, they are far from a second-tier nation now, aren't they? Yeah, I'm super excited to see what Samoa can do in this World Cup. Yeah. Um, I think one area they might be lacking in is the back row, um, especially if Lucci... Luciano Leilua finds himself well, he won't be playing. Um, suspended mm. with that. It's too close, I think. Yeah. I think, you know, we're, yeah, it's too close now. I mean, the uh, allegations are mm. pretty big. Yeah. yeah. So if, if he's not there, then their starting back row is probably going to be Sua and Kelma Tuilagi, the West's Tigers rookie. Yep. Um, maybe a little skinny there, but like you said, the rest of the squad, their front row is huge. And then that back line, um, can't wait to see Suwali'i play big minutes at fullback. Where yeah. It looks like yeah, that's I'm where he'll play. That. That's going to be awesome. I'm, I'm, if, you're, if you're a Roosters fan, you're probably just going, oh, hell no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, <because laughs> don't show everyone how good you are. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're seeing James Tedesco. I mean, he's, we're not saying like he's, he's done, but, you know, he's coming. He's sort of slowly getting towards the end of his career. Mm. Slowly. Um, and if this kid shows what he can do against some of the biggest sides, it's going to be hard for the Roosters not to want to keep him for a long period of time. And, um, you know, and if that means you've got to move someone on uh, later in their career, which which who who would even thought we'd be saying to move Teddy on? Like, yeah, it's, it's insane. I mean, you've even got Joseph Manu playing yeah. fullback. Now. Yeah, Some, yeah, true. So <laughs> this, there's a long line. Teddy there, is, yeah. Yeah. Teddy is <laughs> captain yeah. for Australia. You're going to have to... And yeah, they, you're up back to West Tigers, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, well, Wouldn't that, well, wouldn't well, that well, be a scoop? Yeah. But um, Mitchell Moses and, and James Tedesco linked back up with the Tigers. That'd be wouldn't nice. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Would yeah. be yeah. nice to see. That'd be a fairy tale. That'd be cute. That'd be cute. I imagine <laughs> for the Tigers fans. Well, Samoa are going around in Group A, like we talked about at the start, with mm. England, France, and Greece. Now, yep. Greece surely the most minnow nation going around mm. at the Rugby League World Cup. They definitely win that, but they've opened dollar eighty favourites to beat England in the first game really? of the tournament. Samoa. Yeah, yeah, I reckon yep. the organisers saw this as, oh no, this will be a nice win for England against a credible side, and then Samoa have gotten picked. Yeah. one of the most stacked squads. Hundred percent. How good would it be just to see it, it would New be, England immediately? It would be nice, but you know, I think a little bit left field when I think of Group A and I think how good is uh, Greece's Mad Monday going to be in the uh, Greek <laughs> Islands? <laughs> Like seriously, I'm, I'm happy for Lockie Like this. honestly, <laughs> even the French, even the French, oh wee wee, like boys, yeah, yeah, let's go. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I'm skipping a jump. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, those are the nations that we think will make the biggest impact at the Rugby League World Cup. Let's go ahead and pick how we think this is all going to play out. All right, guys, four groups at the Rugby League World Cup of four nations. The top two progress to the quarterfinals. So we're going to go through these groups now and figure out who yep. is going to progress. Group A, England, France, Greece, and Samoa. It all probably comes down to the result of the first game of the entire tournament between England and Samoa as to who finishes first and second. So yep. who's finishing first? Well, I, I think Samoa do. Yep. Yeah, okay. I think yep. they get off to a great start. Yep. Okay, so Agreed. Samoa won. 
mm-hmm. England second, yep. and then either of probably France third. Well, the you know the Greeks, Ooh, they're yeah. going to don't write off the Greeks. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're going to Mykonos. What's the upside of the Greek team? <laughs> oh, look, I haven't done a whole lot of research into it. <laughs> I think um, that's um, Billy Magoulas. Yeah, yeah, they've he, got a few like Peter Mamazoulas, Mamazoulas, yeah. Are we just making up names? No, they got they got a pretty pretty good. They've got they got a few established names at least in cup level. So I think they'll go better than they're probably not going to beat England or Samoa, but hey, up the Greeks. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, I, I, I wanted to win. Group B, Australia, Fiji, Italy, and Scotland. Australia win all of their groups. Yep. Uh, group games, I beg your pardon, may top the group. Who's finishing second here? We saw Fiji line up against PNG earlier yep. in the year. PNG were too good. Italy and Scotland, probably minnow nations. There's probably a few Scots going around in the Super League, and mm-hmm. there's definitely some blokes who are calling back to their Scottish heritage from the NRL mm-hmm. as well. Who's finishing second in this group? Yeah, I would Fiji. Yeah, yeah. I would say yeah, Fiji so. as well. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Australia first in Group B, yep. Fiji second. Group C, Ireland, Jamaica, Lebanon, New Zealand. Jamaica. Yeah, Jamaica, <laughs> Jamaica. man. <laughs> yeah, the Jamaican oh, they got, um, team. We got <laughs> one <laughs> team. <laughs> what about Johan oh. Blake and Usain on the wings? Yeah. Oh, I'd be swapping gears with the Jamaicans. <laughs> How are they going? Sorry? The I'd, be, oh, I'd no. be wanting to swap gears with the Jamaicans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, okay, fair enough. Well, New Zealand's obviously topping this yeah. one. So it probably comes down to a game between Lebanon and Ireland. Mm. Lebanon are going around with your Mitchell Moses and mm. who's the uh, other half Adam Dewey. for them? Adam, Adam Dewey. Dewey. Yeah. That's yeah. a good yeah. halves combination. Yeah, yeah, really good. yeah. that's yeah. a winning um, halves who's combination. Who's a front row from West Tigers? Um, Twile. Twile. Yeah. 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 Surely yeah. he can score a meat pie. He has to. He yeah. has to. Did you What's back his, him in his He's paying over. I did. Me too, yeah. He got a price for him. Yeah, no, if you're talking about spines and then those, yeah, it's got to be Lebanon. Okay, so New Zealand one in Group C, Lebanon two. Group D, the final one, Cook Islands, PNG, Wales, and Tonga. We all agree Tonga is topping this group. Yep. Yep. Cook Islands are probably coming last. They were a, in those mid-season tests. They were a cut below everyone else. Mm. They started they? off well games, but they just didn't have that. Yeah, they couldn't finish games. They're right. going to need a few to hit their straps here, and they're not going to have enough time. I'm, I'm going to disagree with really. You guys. I, mm. I think Cook, Cook Island will be Smokies. I reckon they'll be somewhat around um, up there with that top two. I reckon. Okay. All right. I, so. I'm, I'm, because I know we've well, got a lot of Cook Island friends. So. I do, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we <laughs> do. A lot of Cook Island. Shout out. Yeah, shout out to all the Cook Islanders out there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think they got some. Um, they got a few players with some experience in that team. And I'm looking at Wales. I, yeah. I don't know anybody to nobody. Nah, know, it'd know be Wales. a simpler situation at Scotland, yeah. I would think. I'll back you up there. I think. I mean, it's another South Sydney bias in me. But David Moali will play yeah. for the Cook Islands. There, um, he's going to be. A premier front row. They got some family the game in the, in the next Islands, five. Like there's yeah. some, bro- there's some maybe not brothers, but uh, they got some family members. There's like a couple of family members playing in the same team. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, well, yeah, when you put that together yeah. in the culture and 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 mm. you know the passion that they have, I reckon they'll come out for and especially you know with Papua New Guinea as well. They they're going to be they'll be up there as well, Papua New Guinea. Yeah. Okay, so it's yeah. arguably between that game then Papua New Guinea yeah. versus Cook Island. Yes. Yep. So yep. who do we think is going to win that? Oh, figure it I'm going to say Cook Island. Yeah. I'm going to say Cook Island, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just 
Rugby league's a winner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Splinters in my bum. These there. are the games that I'm really looking forward no, to. I, I mean, yeah, there's going to be some absolute blowouts, yeah. but these I'm, are, you know. You know what I'm yeah. excited? I'm in Canada. It's going to be the middle of the day when these games are Are you in Canada? Oh, so amazing. I'm going to be oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was coming. No, you're not allowed <laughs> to. Yeah. Why don't let me? <laughs> All right, for the sake of putting one last team through, I'm siding with Oscar here. I think PNG can make okay. it through from yeah. Group D as well. So All let's put Tonga on top there. PNG second. Now, in the quarterfinals, the Group A winner, who we have as Samoa, mm. plays the Group D runner-up, who we've just put in as PNG. PNG. Yep. Samoa is yeah, winning this Samoa one, Samoa is going to win yeah. that one. Okay, so they're going through to a prelim Samoa. The winner of Group B, we have as Australia, plays the runner-up in Group C, which is probably Lebanon. Yeah. So is this is this a quarterfinal game where we play a B team? Yeah. Or are we in the finals, the absolute knockout games? Are we playing no, no. a full strength yeah, you play so everyone's playing strength? So if you've strength. ever played for Australia, you know you're playing the emus in this game. Okay, all right. Yeah, you're playing the emus. You went around for the emus? I did. Yeah. Loved every minute of it. <laughs> <laughs> Might have been drunk, I'm not sure. <laughs> all right. I scored so. a hat trick too. <laughs> so that quarterfinal, we've got Australia beating Lebanon. Lebanon, yep. yep. Group C winner, who we have as New Zealand, of course, plays the runner-up in Group B. We have that as Fiji. So mm -hmm. New Zealand are probably just going to torch Fiji. Yeah, there yeah. As unfortunately well. for Fiji, yeah. Once you get out of the groups, though, isn't it? It's the big sides are there it to is. stand up, it and it's from the prelims onwards that we're getting some serious, serious rugby league games. Yep. Group D winner, the we had as Tonga is playing the Group A runner-up, which is England. Ooh, that is that'll be juicy. Out of the first finals, that'll be juicy. That's yeah. that's the juicy one. If Samoa do beat England straight off too, they're going to be desperate not to lose to another Pacific Island True. nation too. True. And that is a repeat of the prelim from the last one. Ooh. So plenty going on the line there. Like it. Love it. All I right. like that game. That game's a, the the um, best one of the finals. Who's right? winning it? Well, yeah, I, I just don't think... It's crazy to think that we are talking about Samoa... Um, wait, are they playing England? Tonga. No, no, Tonga. England, Tonga. Tonga. I mean, yeah, it's crazy point, to yeah. think that we're even... Like right now in 2020, you know, <laughs> we're thinking about going against England, but I'm, I think Tonga beat them. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. And yeah. at home, imagine. Yeah. The shame, England, the oh. shame. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, that will leave us with semifinals of, oh, how does it go from here? Quarterfinal one winner, which was, oh, God, we're getting way ahead of ourselves now here, aren't we? <laughs> so quarterfinal one. Is group A winners. Okay, oh, so dear. that is Samoa. Yep. Playing against group three winners. Oh, hang on. God, I'm really losing myself here. It's Samoa <laughs> versus New Zealand, I think it'll be. Yeah, it will be, yes. And then it'll be Tonga Australia versus either Tonga, Tonga or England. Or it'll, be, it'll be Australia Tonga. versus Tonga. And then what happens, like, as usual, it'll be Australia versus New Zealand. So is that what it is? Yeah, I yeah. think it is. I just think with the you – know, look, I'm, there's nothing against those other nations, but – both of those teams, we spoke about them earlier in the podcast. Mm. They're just the depth from both sides. They're just class above. Um, so we'll get to see, you know, a repeat of the uh, 2008 World Cup uh, final. Yeah, uh, and that's New Zealand taking on Australia. Okay, who's winning that? Kiwis, mate. Yeah. I'm of the Kiwis. Yeah. Aussies, bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You give yeah, us a bit of analysis know. here. That's what you're in here for. Oh. Give us a bit of your rugby league rider's oh, it's, brain. It's a bit of a long, it's a long way out. Yeah. Obviously, injuries are We've seen Australia and New Zealand go ahead and hit a thousand times. He's a stats yeah, man, so. mate. So he's you can't, he, can't, he doesn't <laughs> hey, compute. He doesn't yeah. compute when you're this far ahead. He needs, 
He needs to know what's I happening. I need to cut some gifts. I, yeah. I need to replay a couple. <laughs> no, I think, uh, <laughs> I think uh, I, like the value is going to be in New, in New Zealand um, if, if you're looking at the betting markets. Uh, yeah, I, maybe I like an underdog story. So um, I'm leaning towards New Zealand. I think, I think either way, it's going to be a great World Cup final. It's going to be fireworks. Like if, yeah, yeah, like if, we, if, we, if those two nations meet in the finals, like we're – I don't think like I, I'm an Aussie. I'd obviously want them to win, but if they lost, I'd just be like, "Wow, yeah, what a World Agreed. Cup!" Mm. Yeah. If those two are the finals, then from a betting perspective, it's probably best to get on New Zealand now. now then, yes. right? The four dollars fifty because they almost certainly be trimmer than that in a grand final. Yep. And well, if you're backing Australia, you're waiting till the grand final. Yep. Yeah, dollar forty-five, dollar fifty, whatever they are, they're moving out a and, little bit. And the run that New Zealand have that we just you know spoke about, yeah, they, they're going to go through unscathed. Yep. Um, and yeah, I just think uh, it's going to be that, that final is going to be huge. I don't know where the finals being played this year. Actually, I always froth on that because it's a soccer field. It'll be. A I think they field. play at St James Park. I think oh, Newcastle. So I did say that they've locked in Kaiser Chiefs as the. Uh, oh wow! The entertainment today. Well, so I don't know. I actually, I just seen that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. New, <laughs> that Newcastle um, stadium is yeah. huge and amazing. The stands so. are almost yeah. vertical. Yeah. As well. I'm not I've been sure. In there once I'm not sure if we'll get a. You know, a full state. I think it's 80,000. Oh, yeah. 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 Those Premier League stadiums, though, the better ones, and St. James Park is one of them. Yeah. Just Wembley is well, like amazing. League. Yeah. Ellen Road, Leeds, terrific. Yeah. They're like, going well, to be great atmospheres. I, I played games. my final at Leeds, and that was yeah. phew, next level. All right. Yeah. So that's what we're settling on then. I think Australia wins. Gerald thinks mm. Australia wins. Josh thinks New Zealand wins. Here is it. Who's winning? New Zealand. Yeah. Oh! I like it though. I like it though. Like we, we, we don't come in here and we're you know it's 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 the way we want to see the World Cup. It's not going to be easy for both of those sides. You know, mm. it's going to be a tough run, and it's a lot of footy played. So they yeah. have to have good depth in their sides. So. I think especially that that Tonga and Australia game, if they do make the finals, them two playing against each other that year when Tonga beat yeah. Australia. Yes. Like there's going to be, be a lot yeah, riding on that. There's yeah. going to be a lot of passion. Everyone's going to be remembering that feeling. And I think they're going to be going into the game, you know, knowing that they can beat Australia. So it's going to be a, a tough task for Australia and it'll be a tough task for New Zealand. And as I well. think that's why Mal Meninga has gone with a bigger squad because he knows he's probably looked at the pools like we have and gone, we will probably match up with them. We need a big squad to be able to match it with them because that's what happened last time. They just ran over him. Uh, Tonga did. So. Yeah, very excited for this World Cup. Just when you think rugby league's over, boys, never <laughs> ends. All right, well, with that in mind, assuming that it's Australia versus New Zealand in the grand final, mm. one of those pl- uh, two teams is going to produce the player of the tournament. Oof. So if Australia wins, jeez. who's the player of the tournament? Oh, that's, jeez, wow. That's tough. It's James Tedesco, I'm telling you now. Yeah. He's the captain of the team. He's the only bloke who's going to be consistently Playing. picked that we know for yeah. sure yep. in that position. He steps up in the big games. He's a lot to handle. James Tedesco is going to be the player of the tournament. Well, I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to, I'm just going to throw a. Is it Daily Cherry word. Evans? No, <laughs> I'm, going to go, say, I'm going to go Jerome Hughes. <laughs> oh, yeah, right, okay, all right. Whether they win so or that's lose. You. Oh, okay, all yeah, right. So I, I think he can win it. Mm. I, honestly, when he's in the on his best, he is such an influential player for True. his side. Yep. So yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Jerome Hughes. Josh, player of the tournament. Yeah, I'm going to go the other way. Depending on whether they put him in the team or if he's starting I'm going to say Benny Hunt 
Okay, that's all right. That mean, would cap that, it. Yeah, that would, I mean, I'm just going to say, just for the year that he's had, this would be just the cherry on top for him. I think um, Benny Hannell win um, player of the tournament. Wow, well, yeah, that's right. a hot scoot. It's oh, a hot scoot. Nice. Sorry, guys. We got, yeah. we got numbers. <laughs> or we got um, markets on those. That'll be good. There will be markets yeah, on those, done, but not they're not up at the yet. moment. Okay. We're still a couple of weeks out from the start. So, um, Yeah, I'm with you, Jarrell. I think, well... One of two players. I think Jerome Hughes, um, he's got a few things going for him. He'll probably play every game. Yep. They might give Foz a run in that um, six, but I think they'll let Hughesy play most um, of their games. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, like you said, just so influential. Uh, but Joey Manu is my pick for player of the yeah, tournament. like it yeah. as well. Yeah, I think yeah, they'll busy, play him at yeah. fullback a lot. That might, Chance might get a game or two there, but, yeah, so busy when yeah. he does play there. And... Stats aren't everything, but they do often pick a lot of these kind of awards on stats. And mm-hmm. if Joey Manu's spitting out 250 metres and a handful mm-hmm. of line breaks and 10 tackle busts every game, yeah, it'd be hard to go past Dr- him. So Jerome, easy. He does yeah. it so easily. Yeah, he too. does. Yeah. And I, but I think with Jerome, he, ha- he hasn't had a little two, three-week break like he has <laughs> yeah. in the last yeah, five years. That. Melbourne have gone to well, how many grand finals in mm. the last five years? So mm. he might be a feel a bit, bit more fresher. Hearing a lot of praise for this Kiwi side mm. and these players... I think you're every chance. Yeah. It's going to be an outstanding Rugby League World Cup. All right, guys, as we did for every episode of the NRL Punting Podcast throughout the season, we're going to have a final thought. I'm going to start here, and it's got nothing to do with the Rugby League World Cup. Now, for the first half of the season, of course, Chris Gary was one of our assistant hosts. (laughs) He was. Do you have a story about Chris Gary? (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. No, no, no. We we take the piss out of him enough, so I'm sure you can give it. Yeah, well, me and Chris Gary go way back. Um, (laughs) I think even before I was a big name. um, (laughs) But when I was at the Broncos, we, um, I was on my honeymoon and I came back overweight, and as you'd know, Gerald, like you come back overweight, you're in the fat club. Yeah. Um, so I spent a bit of time with Tony Guilfoy, our um, personal trainer, and he was just riding me, um, you know, for the six weeks of preseason. And um, Chris Gary seen that he um, <laughs> wrote an article on it, and I think the headline showed like it had big black riding Josh Scoffman. Yeah. So <laughs> um, I wasn't, I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't overly happy about the um, about it. I think like, I think I phoned him and rang him up and said, "Mate, what's the go with this um, headline? <laughs> like, what's happening?" And he said, "Oh, man, I, I don't write the headlines. Oh, <laughs> I don't write the headlines. Back pedal, back pedal, yeah, back pedal. So um, ever since then, I've got you know Jello all." The boys calling me Scoffy. Yeah. So it's stuck as it's well. Stuck it's stuck to me t- till this but day. But you know what the thing is at the Broncos? Once one name sticks, yeah, yeah. it's game over. Like I've I've had. I've had Big Dino after Dean Witters, yeah, the original fella. So well, they, now they, they call, call you Big Dino. Yeah, they call me Big Dino. Yeah. That's my nickname. So. Well, now I've got um, because I work at uh, at a school. Um, most of the boys heard about this nickname. Now they're calling me Scoffy. So <laughs> you're joking. So yeah, it's stuck. Yeah, it's cut right on you, Chris Garrett. Yeah, cutthroat. Yeah, stuff. but um, <laughs> if he's watching, thanks. Cheers, Chris. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right, final thought, Gerald. Yeah, um, look, it's it's. I mean, it's always nice to play in a World Cup or travel with you know international teams. I just got to say, all the players that are going to England, um, that who are emus in for their sides, enjoy yourself. <laughs> I drank every single night. <laughs> uh, I turned up and trained my ass off every single day and still played in a final. So 
you don't you don't have to uh, not enjoy yourself while you're there if you don't think you're gonna play in a final. It all works out in some ways, and uh, yeah, got a double meat pie in my final too. So at Leeds uh, in front of the England crowd. So Jack Reed, you're welcome for that one. Uh, apologize. <laughs> the form lines up then. Yeah, it does. It does. So good luck to all uh, teams over there, and stay out of the newspaper, please. We don't need it back here in Australia. True, Josh. <laughs> thank you for joining us. Do you have a final thought? Um, I'm probably on the same page. Um, you know, for the boys that are playing in in their respected countries uh sake every minute up because mm. um you know you never know when this opportunity will come back again so uh spend the six weeks with your brothers um enjoy every moment um look forward to the big games and uh go the kiwis get after it get after it yeah oscar yeah well i did say earlier in the pod that i thought nathan cleary was pretty hot um, but mm. we all know the hottest man in the game is Cameron Murray. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and yeah, just a shout out to him. He's been named the vice captain of the Kangaroos yeah, alongside um, oh, mental blanking here. T Tedesco. No, Tedesco. T was captain. captain. Oh, sorry. Um, yes. Anyway, apologies. Um, but yeah. Is it Chez? No, no it I think it's Isaiah and Cam Murray. Isaiah. Yeah. Isaiah yeah, Murray. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, oh, good final thought, that, Oscar. That was our, yeah, sorry, <laughs> That was why we thought maybe Chez was, was, um, falling down the pecking because right. yeah, yep. they took it yep. off him of but yeah unbelievable trajectory for Cam obviously being captain of his club for the first time this year mm. thought he did a hell of a job um, and yeah exciting to see him go on to further and higher achievements Kiwis Aussie Aussie Kiwis it's going to be an absolutely outstanding welcome punters thank you for listening to this thank you for listening for the entire season we hope you've enjoyed it we've certainly enjoyed putting it all together for you enjoy the World Cup do a total sign off <laughs> you've got to be watching the YouTube channel for that don't forget that we're on YouTube thanks for listening if you're having a bet of course always remember to gamble responsibly thanks for listening to the Ned's NRL punting podcast be sure to like subscribe and leave a review on your favorite platform and always remember to gamble responsibly. 